0: This is Abacus. I'm Bob the CPA. Today, I'm talking with Vince LaRusso. He's a Big Four alum with experience in a variety of industries and different size companies. Today, he's the co-founder of TrueUp, an online platform for helping CPAs manage their careers. In this interview, Vince and I are going to talk about leaving the Big Four. Specifically, the fears we had when we were leaving, how to maximize your value in leaving, and the different workplace cultures you should look for in your next job. All this coming up on Abacus. Let's go. Learn everything you need to know to have a successful and fulfilling accounting career. Whether you're on the partner track or you're making your own path, this is Abacus. We all know that starting your career in public accounting has a lot of advantages. There's great training programs and a lot of on-the-job learning. You work with other highly intelligent, motivated people. And your network of friends and colleagues is something that will last you the rest of your career but it's no secret that most of you aren't going to make partner at your current firm. So I hope this helps you make an informed decision when you're looking for something new. You can get links to everything we talked about in today's episode at the show notes by visiting abacusshow.com slash 203. Now let's get into the interview. Today, we're going to be talking about leaving, you know, the big four public accounting and kind of some of the options that are available afterward. But first, can you tell us maybe a little bit of your career story, what your path has been and kind of how that makes you qualified to share this advice with others?
1: absolutely. yeah i've I've had a huge mix, uh, quite a variety of of experiences. So I spent three years with Price Waterhouse in Buffalo, New York. Within PwC, I worked on se- from financial services to healthcare to uh, like a concessions retail sort of uh, industry. So I've got a good mix of that, that industry experience. And, and seeing from large to small, I was on uh, public clients and private clients. Um, so it's so saw a great scale within those few years. Then, from um, my own personal decision, I wanted to move somewhere new and kind of warm. So uh, I, I jumped out to L.A. and I decided to leave public accounting at that point. And, uh, and that was, again, my first job search out of public. So it was a little nerve wracking, but, uh, but I planned early enough and I actually committed to that final busy season with PwC that I was speaking with recruiters and seeing what what's that job market look like? And I had some positive and some negative experiences with the recruiters. But I finally got into a job that was with Cornerstone On Demand. And it was right before they were going public. And I was fortunate enough to work work on their IPO and uh, really part of a very fast growing team. So so it was kind of chaotic, but it was it was exciting. And uh, and looking back, it's, that was a very fortunate situation. So I got into uh, a high growth company. And I say high growth because that's a very specific type of culture. Um, then after leaving Cornerstone, let, most, most of my time has been more on the consulting side. And I would, again, uh, just go to different industries, different types of clients, different, different sizes. And all along the way, I'd see all these different types of cultures and the type of people that, that go to each culture. So it, uh, it helped a lot. I mean, uh, just to give an example, um, the Rubicon project, the Honest Company, um, uh, Lionsgate Entertainment are a few that I've uh, worked for, uh, Telesign, Mobile Messenger, uh, and, and a lot of different types of projects. And personally, that's my kind of niche. I, I really prefer the project-based work. And it could be range from implementing a new system. I implemented NetSuite for Telesign, for example. Or you could do pre-audit support. Or you might do interim controller type work. I mean, there is, for CPAs and big four uh, and, and the other credentials, there is just such a wide net of opportunities.
0: I think that's something people don't realize is they're so afraid to make that first jump out of you know the big four auditor tax, and they think that's going to be their permanent place for the rest of their career, when in actuality, like you said, you went out, you did one thing, then you switched over to consulting, you got to do a whole lot of different things. And just touching on the consulting piece, I think that's a lot of people think if they want to go into consulting, they have to stay at their big four firm, um, and they're kind of nervous about how to make that transition. Was there anything special you did to get into consulting or how did you find yourself in that line of work?
1: Oh, so, yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm glad you bring that up because you're, you don't have to be big for, or you don't have to be in a public accounting firm. There are tons of consulting firms out there and there's tons of needs for um, for the and what makes these consulting firms thrive? I mean, from your, your mom and pop shop up to your firm that might have 200 people and be national. Um, there's so many needs and uh, and I actually so my first engagement was was through. One individual who had a relationship at Lionsgate, and, and I helped them out with their 10Q and their 10K. Um, and I had met him really because I got myself out there and networked a little bit. And there's such a demand for accounting finance professionals that we're, we're constantly being sought after. So if you just get yourself out there, you'll find work we're very empowered. Accounting finance professionals are, are very much needed and in demand. So
0: when you were deciding to leave uh, the big four, what were some of your biggest fears or challenges you went through when, when making that decision?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a big decision too. Um, two in particular, one, am I leaving too early? So I, I always wondered because I went through three busy seasons and I always wondered and, and they kind of dangled the carrot at, in public accounting. right? It's like, Get to that next level, get to senior, get to manager, and you're going to be set for life kind of thing. But was I leaving too early? I don't know. Um, and, I, and at the same time, I, I would hear from peers and, and others who have been through a public accounting um, that senior is a, is, a, is an opportune time to jump ship. So, so really just on the, um, the opinions of others, but also um, it's a question of how do you feel um, from your day to day? Are you just done with it or did another opportunity present itself. And and a lot of that helps you answer that question. Am I leaving too early?
0: So you mentioned leaving too early. And then was there anything else that uh, kind of made you a little nervous or kind of kept you up at night when you're trying to decide if you're leaving?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, deciding, deciding on what type of job. There's so many uh, factors that go into picking your next job. And typically out of college, if you get with a big four firm, and after leaving public accounting, you're Essentially, going into your first job out of public accounting and jumping into industry, going from public to industry, and there's so many factors involved. And now, um, as opposed to just being limited sort of to the big four or other public accounting firms, you have a wide net of companies, industries, different cultures, company sizes that you can go into. What's your salary going to look like? So, so weighing out all all of those factors is one of those things that that feed into your decision and, and it's kind of a scary thing like am I going to choose that right next job? And the best way to overcome that really is is to talk with experienced people, those who have actually made that leap um and and weigh out those factors and and get a sense of what your options are. And and I did that just through my own searching, spoke with a couple of recruiters, and, and vetted the job marketplace for what do I do after public accounting. And, uh, and a lot of just the right discussions and investigation helped me weigh out the factors.
0: And so if you were going to give just one piece of advice to somebody who is, you know, maybe they're just got done with busy season, maybe they're just about to roll up to a busy season, depending on when they're listening to this. And they're thinking maybe I want to get out of here and try something different. What would be one piece of advice you would give them? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, ask your. It would be to ask yourself the right questions. You know, where are you at? Did you accomplish what you wanted to at a big four firm? Did you develop the skills that you wanted to? How long have you been there? You know, ask yourself those questions. And and are are you just over it? Are you are you too burned out? Because if you're if you're burned out. May, the best that's probably the best time to leave because once you jump into your new opportunity boom you're going to have this new energy this new excitement because you're going to be around new people in a new position developing new skills
0: and it's funny you mentioned burnout we actually had um, a burnout expert on the show last season so if anybody's looking for more information maybe they're wondering if maybe they are burnout they're looking for the signs the symptoms or kind of how to get help they can go back and listen to that episode last season also and okay so moving on so people, maybe they've just decided they want to, they want to leave. Maybe they're just dipping their toe in the water. Uh, Kind of, what are some of the the main benefits of, of leaving that you've seen maybe in your career or people who you've worked with at true up or even just, you know, your friends from public?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you make that decision to leave, what you really want to do is maximize your value, and and going into that next opportunity, there are four specific areas, and there may be more that that I would consider. Though, I mean, one clear, uh, one clear one is compensation, like your salary. The reason you go into public accounting or big four, and you generally take a haircut in your salary, is because you're creating that intangible value, and you want to cash out that right. You, so once you go into your new opportunity, you want to make sure that that your salary is very much in line, if not just a touch above market value. The second one is your network. So now you're going to leave big four. And what's great about being at big four is you are building relationships and you're going to clients and, and meeting people all along the way. Maybe the one person that leads to your next job. But your next position out of public is going to give you an opportunity to meet new people. And that network can carry you the rest of the rest of your life, to be honest, I mean, uh, friends I've met, accounting friends I've met several years ago, are the ones that are keeping like me in touch with, with the uh, accounting community and and connecting me with the right, right contracts um, or have at least, and uh, and you want to consider your network in your next job. Are you going into a consulting firm? that's probably the best way to maximize your networking opportunities. Um, you may go with a large big corporate company, and within that big corporate company, you can meet people in other departments. So you know, consider the network. So one, you've got salary. Two, you've got network. And three, skills. You create a lot of great skills in public accounting. You're the one that is able to develop soft skills because you have to interact with people consistently whether it's your audit team or your clients you are doing these analytical kind of pr- analytical procedures and uh, um, but all these audit procedures and you're getting that outside party perspective on the financials and you get to actually drill into each area and when you jump into industry you'll find that's a huge benefit
0: and actually i i think that's something uh, people don't think enough about when they're deciding to leave is Am I still going to keep learning? Because, you know, if when you're in the big four, you're forced to go to two weeks of training every year, and you're constantly surrounded by, you know, high-performing people who are – you. even if they're not officially teaching you something, you pick up, you know, bits and pieces from them there. And if you go out to another job, it's not always that simple. Sometimes you have to just kind of take it on, on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the third being new skills, That that is your opportunity when you jump out of public accounting, you're going to leverage the skills you built, but you're going to create new skills. And depending on what, what line of uh, service, if you're internal audit or tax or general ledger um, type of an accountant, you may implement a new system. You may um, learn a new tax code. You may um, you may, I don't know, uh, apply a new revenue recognition uh, guidance or you may be with an early stage startup and you're just getting their their uh, general ledger put together and their policies and procedures. So it's an opportunity when you pick your next new um, when you leave public accounting, you want to consider what new skills could I develop in this position I'm considering. So uh, so in regards to maximizing your value after leaving big four, the, the last point I would make is the work-life balance. Um, try to find a position that, you know, granted, you may find a position that you're still working late nights. Maybe it's a high growth company, but maybe the, the compensation is, is appropriate. Like maybe you're getting equity options. But try to consider what type of work-life balance you actually want and what that new position has to offer.
0: We've established that you know leaving Big Four can be scary, and you know so are most things in life worth doing. So that's not really an excuse at this point. And then we've kind of covered some of the benefits and kind of how to make the most of if you do decide to leave. But it's still a very overwhelming. It's a huge topic. We could spend you know two full seasons talking about the different ways to leave and kind of how to do it right. But I just want to cover one more uh, kind of big piece of that. And you touched on it a little bit earlier. It's the the different cultures and kind of how you find out if you're a good fit for it. Would you mind kind of just walking me through maybe high level, um, kind of the different types of work cultures you've seen and how people can start, maybe the questions asked themselves or just kind of how they should go about deciding what is right for them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so as I mentioned, you know, I worked in big four, I went into industry, I've done consulting, worked on, on all, all scales of, uh, of business from the largest public companies down to, Small uh, you know, companies with 50 to 100 employees and such, and I've seen a lot, and uh, and because of that, I've you know I actually blogged about the six accounting work cultures. The seventh one I I don't really address because I don't have experience, which is probably more like governmental none for profit. But the six that I've come across, I like to break it down by audit culture, consulting culture, early stage startup culture, high growth culture, big corporate culture, and small business culture. And each one has very specific attributes and 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 characteristics that come along with that that day-to-day environment. So for example, uh and you can you can even uh um we've got a short quiz on our on our website on the blog.
0: I'll pop a link into the quiz uh, in the show notes for this episode if you head over to abacusshow.com, you can see everything we just talked about and uh head on over to TrueUp's website and take that quiz yourself.
1: Great, great, good, good, thanks. Uh, um so it may break down in, in a few different ways. And each of these characteristics that I'll, I'll mention right now can be attached to each of the six cultures that, that Allison mentioned. So ask yourself, do you like routine monthly tasks versus new projects all the time? Okay, Those are attached. To, so new projects may be you're your fit for a consulting environment versus routine tasks. You should be a senior accountant at a big corporate uh, company. Do you prefer to be in a private cube or work in an open workspace? And again, each of those are attached to one of the six uh, accounting cultures. How about a big team versus a small team? What size team do you prefer to work in? Um, Do you want to work alone or do you want to constantly be interacting with others? Do you prefer to be within one department or do you want to be working on multiple clients at at a time? Another trait might be, do you want a slow-paced, predictable environment versus um, an unpredictable, fast-paced, kind of high-pressure type environment? For example, while I was at Cornerstone, is very fast-paced. We are getting new team members all the time, gearing up to go public, and I mean, a lot of pressure and unpredictability comes with that. As opposed to the slow-paced, predictable kind of environment, I, I worked at a company being the senior accountant, and, uh, and the monthly tasks just we're pretty routine and now it's for some they love it and others they get bored. So, uh, so it's, it's a question of really of personality. Um, and then uh, ask yourself, do you want to clock out at six o'clock each day or are you open to working till midnight? But you got to be compensated, uh, fairly of course, but that was another one of those situations where, uh, so if you're, if you want to be with a high growth culture, uh, but maybe get equity, equity options, make the uh, company go public, and hope to cash out. Uh, you know, you may be working till midnight, and, as opposed to a small business kind of environment where you know the tasks are routine and you can clock out at six each day. but That allows you to have a great work-life balance.
0: It's a complicated question, and like we've obviously covered, there's a lot of moving parts here. You know, the type of company, the type of compensation, the type of networking, the type of skills you're learning. It's, there's a lot of moving pieces here and I don't, here's my take on it. Let me know if I'm off base uh, compared to your experience. Um, It seems like there's probably not one perfect new job that you should have to absolutely go to. There's probably a lot of, you know, varying jobs out there that might be, you know, a better or worse fit kind of on a sliding scale. Is it, have you seen people who are like, I have to do this, or is it more people going out and they're like, Hey, here's the different things. And this one seems better than this one. And I'll, I'll just try it out and see how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'd say more of more the latter I haven't seen people so strict on uh, on a specific factor when it comes to uh picking out their new job so more of the latter and and it should be that way because no job is going to be absolutely perfect but you know, if you've got uh if you're very happy with the culture and the company size and the type of new skills you're developing each day stick with it but maybe your your comp is a, a slightly lower and, and like you mentioned uh before then go stick go with it yeah you know, um not every factor is going to be perfect and and i think that the the uh, population of of us accounting and finance talent understand that i think uh, i think we're we're such calculated people you know that that we do that we we've got i, I bet 90% of us have that spreadsheet where you list out the factors and apply some weights <laughs> I, Guilty. I don't know <laughs> good <laughs>
0: I was going like a one through five scale on, you know, how long commute is versus uh, what city has the most sunshine. (laughs) It was, it was pretty out of control, but I like to bring that up because I I think uh, some people kind of get in their own way and they're like, if it's not perfect, I'm not going to go for it. When in reality, you know, it's everything in life is about trade-offs and it's about finding, you know, the right balance for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've had multiple conversations recently uh, just with our, our candidates and our members about this very topic.
0: Now that people, you know, kind of have an idea of how to find what they want, how does TrueUp help them kind of match up with what might be the best role for them?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a lot about the questions we ask. So this is a service built for accountants by accountants. And we're really focused on Big Four right now. We're, we're launching our platform um, to the Big Four Only. In fact, that's our the website, whatbigfouronly.com. And we've built it in a way that the questions we ask and um, are very tailored to the, the accounting uh, profile. And it's a member-based kind of community where, once, we, once they tell us exactly what they're looking for, our matching algorithms, basically match up against the job data that we have in our uh, platforms, and they'll see a, a match card. And it's as simple as saying send my anonymous profile or not. It's like click yes or no um, based on, on the match card and the details they see of the job. And what it is is, um, like I mentioned before, we kind of cut out that middleman recruiter. We're not going to call you up about a job, but uh, you're able to passively look they may be okay with their current position, which is which is in fact a, a good thing. We want them to be happy because we have these other tools that these other career tools for for instance, um, this coming up month we'll, we'll be rolling out in a salary insight chart. So they can based on where they're at now, they can see what the market value is and what how much they should be making and what skills they should have um in the next three, five, ten years. So if I'm a senior accountant now, then my next level up, accounting manager, here's what skills I should have and uh here's how much i can make for example uh the goal is to connect the talent with a hiring manager of a company they they really are interested in but doing it without any sort of pressure from a third-party recruiter and make it objective really and objective through the data
0: so i know you guys are uh still fairly new with the collecting of the data part of it um have you spotted any, you know, interesting trends or kind of has anything popped out at you uh in looking at all the data you have that uh would be interesting to talk about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh uh the younger generation has very high expectations in regards to salary. I mean, we we have a couple members uh, uh, or several members that inflate what their salary expectation is. You know, I mean, if you're uh 1 year at Big 4, uh you're not going to make 80k yet. <laughs> Um, So that's that's one of the probably the most consistent trends. But what we do, um, we actually uh, uh, send a personalized salary report to each member that requests it to give them insights, because that's that's one of the things we want to do is have them constantly know, am I making the right amount?
0: If listeners are looking to learn more about what you guys have going on over at TrueUp, where's the best place for them to find you, um, whether, you know, in person or online?
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely. First of all, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, anyone who wants that type of uh, career advice, like I said, I've been in every environment. Uh, it's Vince Lo Russo. I, I think I got CPA on there.
0: I'll put a link to your LinkedIn in the show notes also. So
1: Yeah, and I especially love talking to people and talking about where they're at now and where they want to go um, and keeping it completely objective. If, if we talk, I'm not going to tell you about a job. That's up to our, our matching. But also, uh, so as I mentioned, uh, we're, we're specifically open to the Big Four talent at the moment. And that's that's how we're launching our platform. So to become a member, they can go to Big bigfouronly.com.
0: All right. Well, Vince, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time today. All right.
1: Okay, Bob. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for listening. I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Vince LaRusso and it helped you clarify a few things that you should be looking for when you're leaving public accounting. You can get links to everything we just talked about in the show notes for today's episode by visiting abacusshow.com 203. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you're new to the show, you can catch up on all of our past episodes and get access to tons of training courses, cheat sheets, articles, and downloads by visiting abacusshow.com.